0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode in our Cost of Living podcast series. If you've missed our previous episodes in the series, make sure to check them out. So in our last few episodes, we've talked to professionals and experts about looking after ourselves during this crisis. But today, we're hearing from people who are directly struggling with the cost of living. Loveful and Shelby talked about how they recognize when everything is overwhelming, what helps, and maybe most importantly, what doesn't help. So, first up, how do you recognise when things are getting on top of you?
1: I'm one of those people who lets things build up and build up and then I find myself crying uncontrollably when I've accidentally left one sock out of the laundry or if they don't have the right hot sauce at the supermarket. So for me then, it's a process of saying, okay, maybe you're not crying about the sock and unpacking and processing all of the things that have built up to get me to this place. Sometimes it doesn't get that far though, and I can recognize a shorter temper or feeling more sensitive about my insecurities. And that's a sign that things are getting on top of me. And then I can tell that things are building up again. Uh,
2: That question is possibly a bit of a misnomer because when you have money worries, it's never a case of you suddenly feel it get on top of you. It is constantly at the front of your brain at all times. It's not something that you, very easily forget because everything in the world requires money. Not, and it's not just a case of putting the heating on costs money, buying food costs money, going out costs money. It's like very basic things like can I afford to have it? a five-minute shower? It's never. It's just getting on top of you. It's it's always, oh, how much money is today cost me? How much money will tomorrow cost me? Will I make the rent?
0: It is a constant state for it. Thank you, and what helps your mental well-being?
1: Self-care is one of those terms that gets misused a lot, but I do find that taking care of my basic needs can really help my well-being, making sure my body is clean and nourished, and I find time to do the things that bring me joy, my hobbies like reading for fun or baking. I also find writing to-do lists really helpful, and making sure that I write very small attainable goals. This helps me feel as though I'm achieving things, and I also get that really satisfying feeling of ticking things off, and that definitely helps with my mental well-being.
2: I mean, when you have money worries, what helps you is, like with any sort of anxiety or whatever, you feel the anxiety when the stimulus is put upon you, for social anxiety, that those kinds of things have Going outside, talking to strangers and stuff. That is the stimulus for money worries. Not having the money is a stimulus. So (laughs) getting the money is the way of removing that. Um, Obviously, nothing is as simple as that. So what I can say is that instead of what helps, which might be the obvious answer, is what doesn't help.
0: Lastly, is there anything you find especially unhelpful?
2: So the most unhelpful thing with money worries is someone telling you tiny ways you can save money, because um, it, it's it feels like they don't think you're capable of saving money. It's a lack of understanding that it's not that we can't save money. It's that like there is no money to save. There is negative. So things like, well, if you put the kettle on and switch it off before it's finished, you'll save. It's like No, those 2p that we're saving don't have the 2p anyway. So it's just being respectful of that.
1: So one of the things I find most unhelpful is when people who have no experiences of these things give well-meaning but ultimately uninformed and unhelpful advice. I find it very unhelpful when people don't understand the importance of taking a sick day for your mental health like you would for your physical health. There are a lot of obstacles that stop us from being able to take the time we need to recuperate for our wellbeing, such as capitalism and being poor and therefore unable to take time off work. So what I'm trying to say is that the most unhelpful things are systemic barriers that stop us from taking the time we need to care for our wellbeing.
0: Thanks for listening today, tomorrow is our last episode in the series and I'll be chatting to Kerry, a member of our Quell clinical team, all about supporting our loved ones. If Quell is available in your area, you can visit quell.io for more information, that's qwel there you can check out our Cost of Living Discussion Board page where you can chat to other users, or check out our magazine which is full of staff and user articles. If you need any help, you can always message a member of our team or join the chat queue during our opening hours, which are 12 till 10 p.m. Monday to Friday and 6 till 10 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. You can also check out the description for this podcast for further information on what support might be available for you. And remember, contact your GP or local mental health service should you feel like you need further support. Take care and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.